welcome to the Natural Health 365 podcast, natural solutions for everyday problems. Are you looking for natural health solutions? Visit naturalhealth365.com for a free subscription to our newsletter, free shows, plus some great gifts. And now, here's your host, Jonathan Landsman. All right, thank you for joining us. Our show today, Dehydration, the truth about drinking water and avoiding disease. Dehydration is one of the most overlooked health issues facing people today. Dry mouth, sunken eyes, and even irritability are classic signs of dehydration. But in many cases, what makes this situation even more complicated is that many people don't even feel thirsty to sound the alarm. Unfortunately, Western medicine rarely connects the dots when it comes to dehydration and other health problems like chronic fatigue, brain fog, or poor digestion. But there is some great news for all of us. According to our special guest, Gina Bria, proper hydration is crucial to optimal health and optimal performance. Yet poor dietary choices, environmental factors, medications, and even an overdependence on water as the only source of hydration can make it difficult to be properly hydrated. Today on the Natural 365 podcast, we'll discuss the surprising truth about drinking eight glasses of water per day. Is it really that good for us? What's the common apple have to do with intelligent hydration strategies plus much more? If you know anyone suffering with chronic health issues, this program is a must-listen-to resource. So go ahead and share this link with family and friends right now. Before we meet our special guests, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Live On Labs, makers of the highest quality nutritional supplements on the market. The difference is in the delivery system. To learn more, visit liveonlabs.com. That's L-I-V-O-N-L-A-B-S dot com. And now, please join me in welcoming Gina Bria to our show. Gina, welcome. I'm so very pleased to be here, Jonathan. Thank you for asking me and letting me share this crucial information with your listeners. Uh, it's my pleasure. Gina, let's talk about this first, especially for those people who are not familiar with your book, Quench. What made you write such a book with Dr. Dana Cohen? Oh, I love sharing this story. Well, my, I'm, I'm trained as an anthropologist. I was looking at why people in desert communities don't die when they don't have eight glasses of water a day. I mean, it was just a very simple question. How come they're flourishing? And when I started to pull the threads on that, I discovered some really exciting information, which I do want to share with your audience. But the personal story for me on how I ended up writing the book is that my mother was in a nursing home and suffering chronic dehydration at the same time that I was doing this research around desert communities and how they hydrate. So I just basically uh, skimmed off some of their solutions and provided those techniques to my mother in the nursing home. And lo and behold, Jonathan, she ended up with not ever having another chronic incident of dehydration. She made it to 98. This was uh, when she was 92 to 98. And as I stumbled into this information, I so deeply wanted to bring it into nursing home communities, to our elders, and I kept trying to uh, get into the medical community, and I could not get 
any purchase. I couldn't get anyone to listen to me, and I realized I really needed a co-ally, a doctor who was also recognizing um, that these techniques would work. So I went and found an integrative physician, Dr. Dana Cohen, who truly was interested in using hydration as a upstream health intervention treatment and a preventative method um, she was already looking at hydration issues. What she didn't ha- have on her table yet, which I brought to the story and then we collaborated, is what I want to share with your audience. And that's the power of the water in food to hydrate. And we were missing that story. So using lots of uh, greens, vegetables, fruits, high water foods, actually hydrate more profoundly than just drinking water. We want to have a partnership there. So that's the genesis of Quench, and we ended up creating a five-day plan so anyone could discover for themselves the difference in feeling in their own internal systems between drinking eight glasses of water a day and what it would be like to actually be leaning more on foods to get their hydration. Interesting, huh? It is, Gina, and it's a tricky thing. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of a comedian who made his whole career on uh, talking about how he never got any respect, Rodney Dangerfield. And, you know, when I was listening to your story, I think that inherently is the problem here with this topic. You know, here it is today, especially with all this technology, all this quote-unquote intelligence, all of these years of training that medical doctors go through and major university hospitals and all this technology that's around us, we sometimes forget the simplest things are what really are hurting people on a daily basis. I mean, not getting enough fluid, not being hydrated well enough. Each and every person obviously is differently depending on how much salt they're having, what kind of environment. We're going to talk about the different things that make people more and more dehydrated. But I think so much of this is not respecting how important this topic is. That's why I'm glad we're covering it. Let's get right into it, Gina. For a lot of people, they need to hear this. You know, even people who kind of say they know it, it's good to hear this message again. Talk about the problem of dehydration. What happens? Okay, well, one thing I want your listeners to know is that we need more hydration. They're not going to like this part. We need more hydration than we did even five years ago. And uh, that is because we are living in more deeply dehydrating environments. In fact, I compared my mother's nursing home to the desert communities I was studying. So offices, schools, cars, planes, we are surrounded um, by uh, carpets and drywall and intense lighting. And the thing that has tipped us really now is we are mostly indoors so low humidity environments, coupled with high electronic devices around us. And now we're really in new territory where hydration isn't just like a big thing anymore. It's now urgent. But I don't want to tell your readers, drink more water, disaster. And it's uh, the reason that is such a problem is because um, we're not absorbing that water. We're drinking it. We're flushing out our, our nutrients and our electrolytes. We haven't absorbed it, and when you haven't absorbed that water, to keep pouring more water into that system is actually like a flash flood. So it's a serious issue, and we don't want to encourage people to drink more and more and more to assess and live in more and more dehydrating environments. What we want to do is share with them 
that there's a different way to hydrate. It's more profound. It brings more energy. And it now piggybacks, uh, these are ancient traditions using really hydrating foods, but it also piggybacks on some brand new science that has just come out showing that the water inside of plants is a different kind of water than the water in your bottle or water coming out of your tap. This is groundbreaking information. Without a doubt. And Gina, I hope that this is a huge wake-up call for a lot of people out there. Again, I seem to be reminded of different things as you're talking here. Another idea that just came to my mind is this old song from Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb. Here it is, you're just very you know, sweetly, and I don't say that in a funny way, you're really describing all these terrible things. You have a beautiful voice. You're describing all these things nonchalantly. But my God, you're talking about all these serious problems that happen with dehydration. And yet all these people were all comfortably numb to this situation. We're indoors. Everything's fine. We're not out in the heat. You know, a way of really seeing if someone is dehydrated, I got to tell you, whether they know this or not, let them go out in the heat of the summer and go for a walk for one, two, or three miles, and boy, are they going to discover how dehydrated they really are. But what happens is living indoors, again, back to that phrase I'm reminded of, of that song from Pink Floyd, comfortably numb, boy, oh boy, you don't realize it's sitting in your house all the time. Hey, I'm fine. Stop making such a big deal about getting more hydrated. I'm perfectly okay. I'm alive. My brain is moving and my heart is pumping. I guess I'm okay. And it couldn't be further from the truth. So look, let's talk about this a little bit more in the next portion of this podcast. What does dehydration actually do to us in our future health? And should we be drinking eight glasses of water a day? I kind of think I know what you're going to say already, but we're going to dive into that a little bit more deeply. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, Live On Labs, makers of the highest quality nutritional supplements on the market. The difference is in the delivery system. To learn more, visit liveonlabs.com. That's L-I-V-O-N-L-A-B-S dot com. Okay, Gina, I think again... We need to be reminded of this. Please talk about if you're chronically dehydrated. And again, a lot of times this is probably something where you're not feeling thirsty and you're probably also thinking, hey, it's no big deal. But what does this actually lead to later on in life? Please talk about this with people who may not be thinking about it. Yes. Thank you so much to allow me to alert people to the level of dehydration we're living in that seems normal to us, but dehydration lowers every function of every cell. That's amazing news. So whatever it is your body's attempting to do is reduced, is diminished. So the capacities that you have, you're not even occupying without even knowing. So one of the things we notice is uh, that our very quick entree into this is if you think you're in good health but you notice you have afternoon fatigue or you notice when you have uh, lack of focus, you just kind of get fuzzy. Uh, if you have sleeping issues, it takes a lot of hydration to sleep well. So these are like the um, normalized, like you would fall in the healthy category. If you are 
already in a chronic condition, your body can't possibly find the energy and the functionality to heal. And we keep throwing prescriptions on top of that. Guess what? Those prescriptions are deeply dehydrating. In fact, most of the major prescriptions can actually cause chronic dehydration. And does anyone even tell you, does your physician tell you when they give you those medications to treat the symptoms that are essentially symptoms of dehydration that you should take a lot of water with that medication or a better form of food with that medication? No, we don't hear anything like that. So the chronic issues... And name it. It could be Alzheimer's. It could be autism. It could be um, dental issues. (laughs) It could be sleep issues, insomnias. Anywhere you step into the story of the body's function, there's an upstream solution that needs to be activated in order for that healing to flow forward. And, of course, ultimately to enhance your longevity So when you look at, as I do, an anthropologist, look at longevity traditions around the world, I notice they have high plant-based diets. So they're hydrating themselves through eating a lot of fresh plant food. And then I'll just remind your readers that (laughs) plant food, plants are 80 to 90% water. A leafy green is 92 to 98% water. So basil parsley, any of these, a a salad, even if you aren't making a smoothie out of it or green juices, these are are important information to know that that will hydrate you more than a glass of water, and here is why. Because the water inside the plant has been transformed, and it is a better kind of water than the water coming out of your tap. So the water you're getting from foods Gorgeously Mother Nature packaged, it comes with nutrients and it comes with fibers that help you absorb the water. I'm not saying that we don't need liquid water. I'm saying we really have to partner it with profound engagements with much higher volumes of plants and vegetables, fruits, vegetables, leafy green plants. Really simple. That's that's what they're doing in the deserts. They're using... Uh, cactuses and aloes, those are extreme forms because they're in extreme environments. But the uh, amount of water in a cactus and the amount of water in a piece of parsley is the same percentage. So that that apple that we want to eat is actually going to, and it makes perfect sense. Once you look at an apple and you go, of course this is full of water. Of course I'm going to absorb it because of the fibers and the pectin. Of course it's got the nutrients which then further enhance my uh, system delivering all those that nutrition. It's awesome. Isn't that amazing, Jonathan? It is, Gina. And again, I always say it this way because I want people to be understanding that, you know, this is such a simple message, but it doesn't make it less important for anyone. Look at every aspect of your life. And, you know, some of the things you brought up already, Gina, when you talked about, you know, a little bit of that fatigue in the afternoon, or some brain fog, you know, you're sitting there, you're trying to concentrate reading something on a computer or on a book or something, or just even perhaps listening to a friend or a family member, and you're just not tracking the conversation well. You're not able to concentrate that well. Here's the problem. None of that physically hurts you right away. 
like hitting someone on the finger, you know, with a hammer. Wow. You know, that'll wake somebody up and say, wow, don't do that again. But it's just this subtle stuff that doesn't feel like it's much of a problem. And these are always, at least as far as the way I see it, when I first started learning about traditional medicines and getting away perhaps a little too much, I was into Western medical training, Western science. That's where I came from. And then all of a sudden, I'm introduced into the natural health world and traditional medicines. That was the biggest message I got right away from day one of learning from these teachers that I had. Fatigue is the first sign of illness, but it doesn't hurt. And so I really hope this message is getting driven home today. I know you feel like just drinking eight glasses of water a day is not the answer. And again, I also hear from you loud and clear, it's not like you're against water, but even that needs to be a deeper conversation, right? Don't just go to the tap and fill up your water, you know, your glass with water and think, hey, everything's going to be okay because of all of the pesticides, the chemicals, the pharmaceutical drugs that have been dissolved into this municipal, you know, heavily processed, treated water. This is really toxic liquid to be drinking, right? This, to amp up to eight glasses of water per day of that stuff would actually add to your toxic burden, no? Yeah. So um, I would love to address that. I, I don't want to go into a long conversation about filters this and, and uh, you know, adjustments there. I want to just urge your audience to find a solution for themselves at their price point that they can afford. Uh, it doesn't have to be expensive. We have a lot of uh, discussion about this on our website, thehydrationfoundation.org, and we're adding more every day, just kind of gently guiding people to a menu of selections that they could look at for themselves. But uh, the water question, the hydration question, I want to kind of encapsulate it for your audience in a really short way, which is even 2% reduction in hydration in your body, a 2% reduction. Now, that's really small. That leads, we have, we know, we have the studies, it leads to measurable cognitive loss. We can watch your brain go down. We can watch it on a screen. Watch your brain go down. Not only is that lowering our smarts, it lowers our mood. And why I want to tell you that if you were able to fill that 2% up again or go to even higher now with a better form of water, what you're doing is you're raising your capacity for perception, cognition, and ultimately joy. You know, we wonder why our lives feel so driven or stressed or grim. Part of that is a hydration story. And if we get our hydration optimal, we have new cognitive capacities for perceiving, you know, purple will be more purple. You know, somebody's laugh will bring you more uh, juice in your, in your own life. Uh, it's it's so important to to get people motivated to drink because they're going to be more joyful and have more life than just because oh my god I don't want to get diabetes. There's a different you're doing it out of a different uh, hydrating tank <laughs> instead of being trying to avoid something you're trying to go after something. When now I'm talking about what longevity looks like when you're filled up, when you're optimally hydrated, optimally nutrientized, you're bringing in these levels of cognition and 
playfulness, joyfulness that you're going for. Not to mention fluidity in your body. You're not going to be a creaky old person. You're going to be that joyful, you know, grandmother, grandfather out there playing with your kids and uh, continuing the garden work and going on the hike, bringing um, treats and presents because you're thoughtful and wise and funny, playful. That's amazing. Okay, so we're going to have some really cool tips towards the end of this podcast now that we're getting to. We're going to talk very specific to people, but wow, Gina, so true. For me, this whole thing kind of winds its way together into the idea that when you're in low energy state, now all of a sudden, like you say about mood, emotions, it affects your perception about your life now and in the future. And then you start talking about it with people and then lots of people around you may not be prepared to answer back. And it certainly would be upsetting for someone to say, oh, I feel so down. There's no hope. I don't see any reason why to do this or that. And the emotions and the, and the whole state of the person's going down, down. Here's the thing, though. All of it is misperception. All of it is actually a person being misled in life. It's delusional. But if we could just grab that person, you know, soak them, hydrate every cell in their body and then pull them out and say, OK, how are you doing now? Wow, what a difference they would see. Hey, I feel better. You know what? I feel like doing this. I want to help people more. Of course, they're not going to feel like that if they're dehydrated, low in energy, and then emotionally going down the toilet bowl, if you will. If you're complaining, you're dehydrated. There's your cue. Go get yourself some hydration. And, and we love to say, you know, water isn't only blue, it's green. That's a really fun way to think about uh, adding food in as your part of your hydrating strategy. Or soups, or teas, or stews, or, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, smoothies. I, I love them because they're cheap. It's important that we get, you know, we don't make our uh, solutions expensive. That's very important to me. And, uh, and supporting that idea that you can get more volume and more hydration through a smoothie than you can through a green juice. And why would that be? Green juices are great. They're full of that beautiful different kind of water, structured water or ordered water or uh, gel water, but they don't have the fiber with them anymore. And they're going to go through your system a little bit more quickly. Why not, you know, use the whole food package? You can either do it as a smoothie or have an apple, have an orange, have a salad. Get those, uh, get those, that green water in your life. Yeah, I was just thinking, please don't do one thing, though. It's my tip, and you know I'm kidding around now before I even say it. Don't drink that green algae water that you might see outside your home somewhere. You definitely want to avoid that. But anyway, first, I just want to thank our sponsor one last time, Live On Labs, makers of the highest quality nutritional supplements on the market. The difference is in a delivery system. To learn more, visit liveonlabs.com. That's L-I-V-O-N-L-A-B-S. Com. Okay, Gina, you already talked a little bit now about what people ought to be focused on in terms of hydrating their body better. 
have an apple. You know, an apple a day, that kind of a thing is real, keeps the doctor away. Maybe two or three apples wouldn't be too bad, or one apple and an orange. Look, it depends where you live, right, Gina? I mean, what if you're up in the northern latitude and it's January, February, and it's freezing cold outside? Does someone really feel like sitting down to like a an ice-cold drink when it's freezing cold outside or a big bounty of salad, fresh salad? Maybe not at the beginning, but let's talk about those different ways a little bit. You mentioned a green smoothie. Maybe give us your favorite one, some of the ingredients, please. First thing I want to say is just, yeah, you want to move seasonally through your life or your environment. So you're always carrying your inner ecology with you wherever you go. You have to really look and see. what. That's why we created the Quench Plan. We wanted people to experience for themselves a beginning day and five days later, wow, what that difference really looks like for their ecology. But what I'd love to share is that you can make your smoothies in the winter with warm water, and they become very soothing. Or you can put two tea bags in your hot cup of tea. Uh, get more plant material in that, make them a little bit more concentrated. I personally, when I'm walking around New York City, I walk in somewhere, I sit down, they put a glass of water on the table, I look up and I ask them for a little bit of uh, salt, pink salt, or I carry a little pink salt with me. I put that in my water because I know that those minerals are going to help change that H2O water into more of a gel-like water. That's just simple, simple things like that. Again, high plant diet all the time. Uh, it will bring your need to hydrate down. You won't feel you need as much when when you started having your hydration delivered through uh, the plant life. And by the way, that's just bringing in all brand new nutrition. It's raising your nutrition level while you're raising your hydration level. Another trick that's really important that we quite haven't gotten to but I, I alluded to is it is so important to move. Your movement is how your body transfers that um, moisture to the whole of your tissues. It's a hydraulic pump, all of that that uh, fascia or connective tissue, very spongy. If you're moving that, you're transferring that moisture along your system. If you're sitting on your butt all day, I'm sorry, you are closing down your flow system. So movement and I'm talking about the most modest movements. So we can tell we can tell this to people who are sitting in a wheelchair or bedridden or going through recovering from a chronic condition. Even just putting your chin down on your chest, you are now flushing all of your your synovial fluid through your spinal canal. So simple, but so important. Movement is key, and fidgeting is a kind of movement. So in the book, we call it micro movements. But any kind of switching around, when I'm on the phone, I'm on the phone now with you, Jonathan, and I've been looking over my shoulder half the time that we're talking, just moving that chin onto my, over to my shoulder and back again. You know, nobody's going to care whether I'm doing that in public or they see me. I'm shifting fluid all through my system and squeezing out old, you know, old liquids, old inflamed and waste-carrying material. We haven't talked about hydration as both an inflow and the exflow. It's got to have a flow-out system. So getting rid of all those toxins requires hydration. But you need movement to get the system to work. No doubt about it. When you're talking about the smoothies, the salads, the apple, the orange, and of course, clean water, Gina, all of that going in is great. 
of so many people, too many people have lost that function of sweating because they're indoors, they're sedentary, they're working all the time, and they're not heating up their body to get that fluid out. So the fluid in, fluid out, urinating on a regular basis each day, just getting that movement that way is so important. Sweating is important. Some sauna use would be great. Stretching, keeping the body loose and flexible, really important to enhance that whole flow of energy. That's what it's all about to stay healthy. This is simple but highly effective stuff. For those who are interested, clearly the message here today was eight glasses a day is not the way. That's according to my guest Gina Bria in her book with Dr. Dana Cohen. Go out and get the book. It's an easy read. It's right in front of me here. Quench, beat fatigue, drop weight, and heal your body through the new science of optimum hydration. Really worth picking up that book. And Gina, I just want to thank you so much for your time today. Oh, it's a pleasure and a service to your readers. I'm so grateful for the time. Thank you, Jonathan. The show was brought to you by NaturalHealth365.com. Are you looking for natural health solutions? Visit NaturalHealth365.com for a free subscription to our newsletter, free shows, plus some great gifts. Thank you for listening, and be sure to join us next week for another great show.